Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Calories and Carbs podcast. This has been so long, I would say in the making, but it hasn't because I literally was just putting it off for so long. Same as everyone else keeps putting off things, putting off getting healthy, putting off exercising and all the rest. So this was the thing that I have been putting off for months and months and months. So I have finally pulled my finger out and decided to start up the podcast. Um, No fancy music, no fancy intros, no sponsors, nothing like this. This is literally just going to be me talking to you about certain subjects that I find interesting or are current or people ask me questions about in the health and fitness industry. So for those of you that don't know me, my name is Alana McConlogue. I am behind the Calories and Carbs um, Instagram and Facebook pages and I am a qualified strength and conditioning specialist, um, an online fitness and nutrition coach and a private in-person trainer. So that's a little bit about me. Um, I won't go too much into myself and I want to give you a little bit of uh, info on the first episode so that you're not just listening to me telling you that I'm starting a podcast. So since we're on the last day of January when I'm recording this, I'm hoping to actually get it up today just so that we can get the episodes out hopefully every Thursday. Um, I wanted to go into something that is quite relevant and I wish it wasn't, but it still is. And that is detoxes and cleanse, cleansing diets. And it's so hard to describe them because they fall under so many different names, but generally detoxes. Okay. And because it's January, well, we're coming into February now, hopefully you, even if you have tried them in January, you've fallen off them by now and you've realized that they aren't sustainable that's what I'm hoping and maybe you'll learn a little bit as to why they are not sustainable and why they are not a way that you should be trying to eat especially if the goal is fat loss so I'm going to go into that now so when I say detoxes and cleanses I'm not going to name like any specific diets I'm just aiming it at those diets that claim to cleanse your body from all the toxins that it has in it. Now, this is there's no definition as such to a detox. It's really, really hard to find one. Um, usually, it's a promise to cleanse the body, you know, eliminate these harmful toxins, um, cure you of whatever ailments that you're feeling, you know, false hope, basically. It's usually centered around weight loss, especially at this time of the year. So because it's January after Christmas, people are looking for the, you know, the quick fix and just trying to lose that little bit of weight. I always hear people say, I'll just do this as a little Kickstarter and then I'll, you know, then I'll do it healthy. Like that never works. Like, and if you think back now, I want you to think if you are someone that has fallen for one of these juice diets or cleanses or detoxes, that's absolutely fine. They are marketed at you for that reason. But think now how many times you've fallen for it. How many new ones have you fallen for? How many new different types of diets have you bought? How much have you spent on those diets over the last couple of years? And that might be something that's easier to just brush under the carpet rather than to think about it. But actually sit down and write down each of the diets that you've tried that have promised you this, you know, cleanse, fat loss, healthier lifestyle, but yet you're back to square one, if not worse. How much money have you invested in that? Yet you might not invest in yourself when it comes to, let's say, a personal trainer or you know, a nutritionist or a dietitian, something that you actually need 
to help you. And it might be that you need it for a couple of sessions and then you can be well on your way. Instead of throwing money at these products, realizing that they're useless and then falling off the wagon back to square one and then doing it again when a new one comes out. So I'm going to try and keep it focused mostly on, you know, the the information and the facts surrounding these, just so that you actually learn why they don't work. And hopefully this will be the last time that maybe you fall for these diets and these detoxes and cleanses. Um, so I suppose the first thing is we want to know, like, what is a toxin? So what what is these toxins, harmful toxins that they are saying that we need to rid our body from? So like, if you ask someone, Okay, so yeah, you're telling me that, you know, you're going to cleanse my body of all the harmful toxins in it. Ask them, what toxins are they? Name them for me. And I guarantee you, they will not be able to name them. So toxins or xenobiotics, these are like things, the chemical substances that aren't supposed to be in the body, basically. Um, Some of them we get from outside things, you know, I'll go into that later, pesticides. Some of them we get from our own products that we use, you know, shower gel, shampoo, things like that. But Generally, they're just talking about these toxins built up in our body and that we need to cleanse them out of our body. So it's really important that we take into account dosage. Anything can be toxic. You know, there's so many things that can be toxic to us, but it depends on the dose. So you really have to put these things into context. And that's the same with everything. Put it into context because when someone is promising you something that sounds too good to be true, It usually is. So you need to take a little step back and think about it logically and put it into into context. So depending on the dose, like I said, lots of things can be toxic. And uh, examine.com always gives a really good example of this. And it's the theobromine in cocoa. So cocoa, obviously chocolate. And you know that you can't feed chocolate to your dog because theobromine, which is in cocoa, can potentially be lethal to dogs depending on the dose. So there you go, like something that is absolutely fine for us as humans can be lethal for your pet dog. So then something else that we consume on a daily basis and are encouraged to consume is water. We know how important water is for our health and for fat loss. Yet if we consumed very large amounts of water in a very short space of time, it will push our electrolytes out of balance and we need electrolytes for our muscles and our hearts need electrolytes. So if you drink so much water so fast, like I'm talking a lot, a lot, a lot, <laughs> don't be going panicking about not drinking water, then potentially it can be harmful and it can be toxic. So that is just something to take into account that everything can be toxic, but it all depends on the dosage. So that is really important when you're thinking about these um, diets and detoxes and cleanses. Our bodies are pretty good at detoxing our our own toxins or whatever we have to remove. Like our organs and immune system can do that itself. It has its own detoxification process. Like it goes through that. Um, And the liver is a big part of that. So when we use the term detox, I feel like we relate it to these diets, these quick fixes, these fads in the media. But yeah, detox is actually a thing. And when you say detox now, you automatically think that negative um, approach to it, like the diets and the quick fixes, rather than thinking about what it actually is. 
So we can't use the term detox to refer to like the physiological process that it is. So instead, we immediately think like the media, the pop culture, your you know, influencers, you know, your skinny tees and all the rest, which is really wrong because it's making life difficult for people that work in science, you know, scientific practitioners, you know, your registered dietitians, your registered nutritionists who actually need to use the term detox for what it is. So it's not a juice cleanse or a fast or anything like that. Um, like a registered dietitian, for example, might need a client to do, let's say, an elimination diet. Okay. So they're, they might have to try and figure out something. Maybe they have a slight intolerance to something. They're trying to figure out what it is. But that elimination diet, under the instruction and guidance of the registered dietitian, is technically a medical nutrition, like a therapy detox. So if you're talking about a detox and you say to your friends, oh, I'm on this detox. My dietitian has me on this detox. They're going to think that detox is the media's term of a detox and negatively associate that rather than knowing what a detox actually is. So it just messes up things in terms of um, what these, you know, dietitians and nutritionists are actually trying to do and what the media is portraying detoxes as. Um, so yeah, like that's, I suppose, trying to describe what a detox is and trying to describe what the media portrays it as is really quite difficult. And people nowadays are falling for, you know, the headlines on Facebook, the, the Google searches, you know, the non-scientific, um, practitioners, people who are just given their opinion on things, um, Instead of, you know, researching themselves and actually trying to figure out, like, what is this? Like, why is everyone raving about this? What does this actually do? We're so quick to just agree with the first thing that we read rather than looking into things for ourselves. So, like I said, our bodies are really well equipped to, you know, eliminate the daily toxins that we have. Like, we're exposed to some outside toxins. That's the things like your um, personal hygiene. So like your uh, shampoo, conditioner, your um, all, all those types of products actually have some toxins in them as well so if you're doing a detox you want to look at the outside products you're using on your skin as well as just what you're putting into your mouth so we're overloaded with um, different types of toxic compounds and that's things like you know pesticides and you know when you're talking about organic fruit and vegetables and stuff they will mention these things um, personal care products like your shampoo conditioner um, shower gel uh, additives and preservatives in foods but again, it comes back to context and it comes back to dosage. So you really can't brush everything um, or paint everything with the same brush. Um, uh, the research has to be done on these things and the research just isn't there on detox diets. So there's not enough research to show that, yes, um, drinking juice for three meals a day, for seven days is the perfect way to detox your body of all the harmful toxins in it. There just isn't that research out there at the minute. You know, there's there's research, but those studies are flawed in that they, may, they might have a really crappy method or they're using really small sample sizes. So the actual clinical evidence to support detox diets just isn't there. And that's what you have to remember that these things need to be trialed and they need to have um, results and conclusions and they're just not there at the minute. So there's lots of research to be done on like foods that can help our own bodies to detox. So like I said, our bodies have, has, its, has 
our bodies have their own detoxification process. And sometimes we think maybe certain foods can help our bodies um, to detox. Rather than going for the, the detox diet version, how do we actually help our own bodies do what they do best? And obviously nutrition comes into that, but this is a very up and coming side of research. So it's really kind of a gray area. So there's lots of research to be done on it, but it's looking like there might be some foods that are promising to help that detoxification process, you know, to help upregulate the enzymes that you need to kind of start that detoxing off within your body. And those ones that are standing out at the minute seem to be from the research, B vitamins, some antioxidants, flavonoids, and fiber, obviously, high fiber foods, fruit and vegetables, lots of water, things that we recommend that you do anyway, which stands to sense. So if you have a varied, balanced diet, your body's going to be in a good place to detox anyway. But what people are coming from is a really poor diet, um, really bad um, meal timings, let's say, bad food choices, um, and you know, not drinking enough water, not getting enough fiber, not exercising. Putting all that together, our bodies would be in a pretty good place. But it's the people that aren't doing that that fall for the detox uh, products because they just want that quick fix and they want that um, fix me now, you know, and then I will do the hard work. They want that little kickstart, which really, really is not the way to go about it. So yeah, like, like I said, the research is just up and coming in those areas. And if you start off by just doing those basic things, like drinking lots of water, getting plenty of fruit and vegetables, um, you know, getting your fiber through those foods, then yes, you're in a good place. You will have heard of things like, oh, but isn't green tea like really good for fat loss or isn't, um, apparently if you add like loads of spice to your food, it does this, blah, blah, blah. Like people, again, take one tiny thing that there might be a little bit of research on and they blow it out of the water. So yeah, green tea has been studied, not enough, but it, it does help potentially with some of the enzymes that are used in detoxing our bodies naturally that is and as well as that things like turmeric or you know the curcumin in turmeric which is just like the main active ingredient um is also known to be potentially beneficial when it comes to our body detoxing itself from toxins but there's not enough research on it. And that doesn't mean that you go off and have, you know, 10 cups of green tea a day and you pour in some turmeric to them. That's not what how it works. And this is where people are going wrong. This is where they take one little thing that might be potentially good for us or help a specific process in our body and they just run with it. And they just think, oh, well, if they said green tea might help with detox and then I'm just, I'm just going to drink green tea. Like that is not what we are recommending. So whilst they're potentially helpful in the process of that detoxing, it doesn't mean you just have them in the diet and that's it. You leave out everything else. So this is where products be made and then marketing and influencers and all the rest come into play. So it's not your fault that you're falling victim to these things. You know, people are playing on them. And if you're in a vulnerable position, you might fall for it. But what I want to do is give you the research and tell you that that's not what works. You might do your juice diet for seven days. Yes, you will lose weight. But why are you losing weight? 
you're losing weight because you're not eating as much as you were eating before. You've potentially cut out all the crap food that you're eating. If it's a juice diet, of course you've cut out the crap because you're only allowed to juice. You're not having any other foods. So the junk food that you were eating before is no longer there. You're just having juices. Usually those juices consist of vegetables and fruit. So there you go. You're having more micronutrients than you were having before. You might have a little bit of energy at the start and you're going to lose a bit of weight, which is going to motivate you. So it's just a really extreme way of giving you um, a false hope that you're losing weight because you will lose weight on the scales. Your calories have significantly reduced. You've lost a lot of water weight though. It's not that you've lost two kilos of fat in that one week. You have lost a lot of water because maybe your carbohydrate intake has completely dropped off compared to what you were eating before. And because our bodies store glycogen, which is how carbohydrates are stored in our body for energy, we store water with glycogen. So if you deplete your body of glycogen, let's say your carbohydrate stores in your body, you, you completely deplete those, let's say exercise, or you just don't eat enough carbohydrates, then the water that's also stored with that will be depleted as well. So you might lose half a kilo of the stored uh, carbs in your body, but you might lose one and a half kilos of water that was with that glycogen. So now you've lost two kilos that really is only half a kilo of the stored carbohydrates you had in your body. It's not that you've lost body fat. So this is something to think about whenever you do have a quick loss, um, if you're doing something extreme, like a detox diet or a juice cleanse or whatever else it might fall under. Um, just know that, unfortunately, it's not fat. <laughs> and this is why people like at Weight Watchers, let's say, might have a massive drop in their first week. And then they think this is what they should be getting every week. That's not the case. You might have completely cut out the carbohydrates in your first week. And now you've lost a load of water, but then you're not going to be able to live without carbohydrates forever. So then when your body starts to store a little bit of carbs and store a little bit of water with it, you've gone up on the scales, you're mad at yourself, you blame carbohydrates when in fact you just didn't have the knowledge beforehand of how your body works. So really this is something that I want to get across to people and I can't say it enough because more and more people just don't get it and they're not listening for it. So I hope you realize that these diets are, yeah, that's absolutely fine. You can spend ridiculous money on them and you can do them for a week and if, you, if that's going to help you, to give your give yourself that kickstart and then you continue eating healthy from there on whatever that's your choice but do not think that this is a healthy way to do it and do not think that there is no other way to do it there absolutely is so um yeah I suppose I want to keep this episode quite short and I don't want to kind of waffle on so if I have given you anything from today I hope it's that detox diets are not necessary um, there is a such thing as a detox diet, uh, let's say from your registered dietitian, but that might not be a juice cleanse the way that the media uh, portray a detox diet. So I think it's important that we don't give them a bad rap without knowing the context to it, because someone might say they're on a detox diet when they're under, under the instruction and guidance of a nutritionist or a dietitian, but then someone else might be doing, you know, clean nine detox or whatever it's called that is completely different. 
So the evidence isn't there to support the use of these kind of diets and products that are being sold. You know, detox diets are really, really restrictive. They're very low in calories. Usually means that you'll lose weight, like I just explained, but it's generally weight loss and not fat loss, more so water loss. Detox diets use the premise that our bodies have these uh, toxins inside them, that they have these harmful substances that need to get out, when in fact, no, our bodies kind of remove those as they need to because we have those processes in order within our body so they're very misleading to make you scared and thinking that oh my god like what if I have these toxins like um I need to try and remove them from my body blah 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 no you don't so um our bodies yeah they do they do accumulate these toxins and elements and whatever like heavy metals and stuff that you would have heard about before but we have the mechanisms to remove them from the body like that detoxification process within our body is like a well-tuned cog going around. It does it all the time. Most detox supplements have like no evidence behind them. And like I said before, any of the research that people might pull out to you and say, oh no, but look, there's a research paper on this. Most people don't know how to read that research. You have to check the method that was used. You have to check the sample size that was used as well, because most of them are not good enough to be used as clinical evidence. So I hope that's it. I'm trying to think, is there anything else that people would um fall for when it comes to these detox diets but generally it's just people in a really vulnerable position that really want to lose weight and they just feel like they've tried everything and they're like I'll just give this one last shot and it's a vicious circle um you need to need to need to learn that weight loss is very simple but that does not make it easy so weight loss fat loss more so than weight loss because we know the difference now really, really is quite boring. <laughs> and it does just mean that you have to be in a calorie deficit. So you have to be eating a little bit less than what you're burning on a day-to-day basis. And if you are currently exercising all the time, but not really looking at your food, then I would suggest that that's where you have to turn to. Because exercise is just one way that we burn calories. And I'm going to go into that on a separate podcast. But for you to know now that if you feel like you're in a place where you just, you, you don't know what to do to lose fat, you've tried everything, then just send me an email. I want to get ideas anyway for podcasts um, that would interest you. So you can get me on my email, caloriesandcarbs at gmail.com, or you can just message me on Instagram or Facebook. But in the meantime, I hope that I have taught you a little bit about detox diets and why they are not what they seem and why they can give you some false hope and be very misleading. Um, I'm going to wrap it up there. I'm going to try and keep these maybe within the kind of half an hour mark. Let's see. So I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, This is obviously my first podcast. I know that I listen to podcasts all the time, whether it's in the car because I drive quite a lot to clients, whether it's in the house if I'm cooking dinner. um, You know, everyone has uh, Alexa and Google Home and stuff like that now. So it's really, really easy to be getting and consuming information on the go. And I think podcasts are a really, really helpful way to do that. So if you've enjoyed it, I really hope that maybe you'll screenshot it and put it on your Instagram story or, you know, tell your friends about it and try and build up a little bit of traction for the podcast because I'm going to have to do a few of these to get it up and running before I can get some guests on, of course, because 
I need to try and get guests on board, but I have to have a podcast up and running for them to see that I'm serious about it. So yeah, hopefully you'll help me out and spread the word and I will see you. I won't see you. I will speak to you again next week. Bye-bye.